Billy got picked on at school for things he couldn't change. He tried his best to play it cool, but in the seventh grade, you either fit right in or you don't fit. That's just the cold hard truth. I wish that I'd have been the friend that Billy never knew. I think it's time to come together. You and I can make a change. Maybe we can make a difference, make the world a better place. Look around and love somebody. We've been hateful long enough. Let the good Lord reunite us to this country that loves undivided. Welcome back. Top of the second hour of today's Road Warrior Radio broadcast this Tuesday, April 25th, 2023. Let me see if I can summarize this real quick. Um, there's a criminal syndicate, like I said yesterday, a satanic death cult. A you know to say it's a mafia crime syndicate is 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 to sort of romanticize it and um, downplay its virulence and its psychopathic nature there is a satanic death cult that dresses in fancy suits and smells good and you know speaks with a silver tongue but of course that's you know to be expected in second corinthians 11 sort of fashion um and it to maintain full spectrum dominance you know, to uh, the best way to control the opposition is to lead it or create it if you have to. So what it does is rather than waiting for you to get to realize what's going on, your kidnapper gets out in front and synthetically engineers your outrage because bad guys have known for a long time that um, as it was put, for example, in uh, the first global revolution, speaking of clash of civilizations, Alexander King and Bertrand Schneider, Club of Rome. Remember, uh, Alan Watt used to tell him about tell us all about the Club of Rome from time to time. So, in in the first global revolution, which was a continuation of um the limits to growth that club of rome monograph or report from the 70s the book the first global revolution uh mentions it would seem that men and women need a common motivation namely a common adversary to organize and act together in the vacuum, such motivations seem to have ceased to exist. Of course, we're all just sleepy sheep. We just want to be left alone and, you know, live and let live to a certain extent. In the vacuum, such motivations of a common adversary seem to have ceased. This is the Machia Machiavellian way, dear comrades, or have yet to be found. So, first global revolution goes on. The need for enemies seem to be a common historical factor. States have striven to overcome domestic failure and internal contradictions by designating external enemies. This, again, is the Machiavellian way. And sometimes, as Machiavelli pointed out in Chapter 20 of The Prince, you create your own enemy 
so that the prince's, you know, uh, what's the word? Not fame, but we'll we'll just say fame. His his uh, whatever it rises even more when he vanquishes the enemy that you know he created. But don't worry about that. As an aside, there's a weird psychological factor to you know if you endorse Joe Biden, who has obvious weird. Uh, deviant proclivities, shall we say, and who is embroiled in? Have you noticed that increasingly, like, kind of like all of the, you know, fire? It's flood season, fire season, folks. It's a record fire season. We're hearing that. We're hearing, you know, the things that Jesus talked about. You know, nation will rise against nation. Speaking of t- Matthew twenty-four, we're seeing that, but we don't realize for what purpose. And. Wars and rumors of wars and all of these crazy natural disasters and things. Similar to those things that DHS has been watching since it was created. Um, we, we hear more and more about the deviants. You know, uh, Clinton was obviously sort of a landmark figure. Waggling his thumb at the public. And um, now the general public is largely divided on the lines of two figures who have been embroiled in scandal and deviance Donald Trump and Joe Biden. And if we support that, we become an accessory to the crime, essentially. It's a psychological, it's that, it's that ponderology, it's the Lucifer effect, being conscripted to evil. Supporting the lesser of two evils makes you evil eventually. And by degrees, you're lured into becoming Darth Vader, so to speak. And I think it's really interesting how, you know, again, reading Bobby Kennedy's tweet, that I mentioned earlier, I have known and liked Joe Biden for many years, but we differ profoundly on fundamental issues such as uh, corporate influence, government censorship, uh, in, uh, uh, excuse me, corporate influence of government, censorship, civil liberties, poverty, corruption, and war policy, among others. I look forward to engaging him in debates and town hall meetings in a primary election that is honest, civil, and transparent. I invite him into a new era of respectful dialogue in these times of division. If we are interested in this, here is one candidate who seems to be speaking to the adults in the room, so to speak. And Vivek is a a highly energetic young person who is doing the same thing. I mentioned last week Vivek's dismantling of Don Lemon's shenanigans and Vivek just trying to get stay on point and say I think we have bigger fish to fry many other things that are more important than these trivialities that you're trying this banality that you're trying to reduce this uh, exchange to so 
Interesting. Anyway, back to the first global revolution. Common enemies. The need for enemies seemed to be a common historical factor. States have striven to overcome domestic failure and internal contradictions by designating external enemies. The scapegoat practice is as old as mankind itself. Indeed, it's recorded in the Old Testament of the Bible. When things become too difficult at home, divert attention by adventure abroad. Do we do? Is that something that happens here? I mean, when things become too difficult at home, divert attention by adventure abroad. Bring the divided nation together to face an outside enemy. COVID, 9-11, Pearl Harbor, etc. Either a real one or else one invented for the purpose. Enter the, uh, or cue the uh, Patrick Clausen clip here. You know, the traditional way America gets to war. Whether it's World War II or etc., etc. Of course, you know, Congress hasn't declared war in nearly 100 years, so... But, you know, no problems there. With the disappearance of the traditional enemy, the temptation is to designate as scapegoat religious or ethnic minorities whose differences are disturbing. And that's an age-old practice, too, obviously. We have a very troubled history here in America of doing that throughout all uh, generations, it seems, to one degree or another. Anyway... The common enemy. If you listen to someone like Vivek or even someone like Bobby Kennedy, I think the message you get is that uh, there's more that unites us than divides us. And the people who, you know, speaking of Bobby Kennedy's juniors, the tweet from his account this morning and the usual echo chamber, the way that Jaron Lanier put it when it comes to social media in you are not a gadget, a manifesto, which was published back in 2010, by the way. That's like a million years ago in internet years in the preface. He wrote, It's early in the 21st century, and that means that these words will mostly be read by non-persons. Automatons or numb mobs composed of people who are no longer acting as individuals. Reactions will repeatedly degenerate into mindless chains of anonymous insults and inarticulate controversies. I wonder if he had a – was he like – you know, was this a – was he seeing into the future somehow uh, on Twitter these days? But he said, and yet it is you, the person, the rarity among my readers I hope to reach. The words in this book are written for people, not computers. I want to say you have to be somebody before you can share yourself. So reactions will repeatedly de- degenerate into mindless chains of anonymous insults and inarticulate controversies. Maybe Jaron Lanier was talking about Keith Olbermann because Keith Olbermann was one of the – his account was one that re, re, replied to uh, or uh, responded to Bobby Kennedy Jr.'s tweet 
the tweet from Olbermann's account is uh, customary Olbermann. It reads, if you can still hear us in there, which is an ironic projection, uh, even if you don't realize even if you don't realize that you've reduced yourself to nothing more than a stalking horse acting on Trump's behalf, it's the saddest possible end to the legacy of your father and uncles. I mean, that's really uh, awful. For their sake and this country's withdrawal. That's 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 textbook Oberman. And then, uh, you know, other, the usual, there are the blue checks, including this thing I can't pronounce. And, you know, another one, where are all these blue checks that are things that, you know, practical, truthy, all of these weird, I mean, I, the uh, Operation Earnest Voice contingent obviously has to get a blue check because, you know, where would sock puppets be if they didn't have the authentic the, the the stamp of authentication? So it's the usual echo chamber that Jaron Lanier talks about. But this this idea of a common enemy, and again, you know, where are young people going? Where is the where is the town square where we can all engage in civil discourse and dialogue? seems there's a vacuum in that uh, space is being filled by bad things. Maybe maybe it's time to talk about Hayek's Road to Serfdom, Chapter 10, and why the worst get on top. This is this uh, the truth and reality of what, what Hayek wrote is hijacked, and the, the recipe that he outlines is being used as that. Basically, you know, the cautionary tale is used as a recipe, which I think is a bigger lesson if we really kind of look, for example, at the Declaration of Independence. If we look at that long train of abuses and usurpations, it sort of reads like a recipe. Well, you know, if we could mix these ingredients together, we could do something really great. Finish the great work of Genesis 11, the great unfinished work. Uh, again, from the the um, well, from Quigley's uh, Anglo-American establishment. Let me give you a snippet. Lionel Curtis Curtis pointed out uh, the League of Nations could be a world government only if it represented peoples and not states, and if it had the power to tax those peoples. It should simply be an uh, interstate conference of the world. Isn't that what we're seeing right now? We played clips of uh, Klaus Schwab talking at the World Government Summit, this year's World Go- Government Summit that was just held, uh, what was it, February? So a couple of months ago, actually. I, th- I think I said a month yesterday. A couple of months ago. And I think these people are serious. And they are, you know, it, it is the open conspiracy if you read the books, read what H.G. Wells wrote, read Quigley's Anglo-American Establishment, Tragedy and Hope. These people work on long-term plans. 
And really what it is is the ancient um, the you know just the reinvigoration of the finishing of the uh, Genesis 11 great work the unfinished great work that's the great society that's the new deal that's all of those kinds of things the socialist utopia that's actually a nightmare so how do you how do you weld together this group of people it's you know again the resistance operating concept we are the resistance we are fighting a common enemy it's it's a crazy thing to see so from Hayek's Road to Serfdom, Chapter 10, Why the Worst Get on Top. Interesting reminders. Let's see. There are strong reasons for believing that to us what appear the worst features of the existing totalitarian systems are not accidental byproducts, but phenomena which totalitarianism is certain sooner or later to produce. Talked about this from before the 2016 election, just as the democratic statesman who sets out to plan economic life will soon be confronted with the alternative of either assuming dictatorial powers or abandoning his plans, so the totalitarian dictator would soon have to choose between disregard of ordinary morals and failure. And I said, what would Donald Trump choose? Would he choose failure? Mr. Magavax, would he choose failure? I think he proved what he would choose. And, you know, for that matter, I mean, I I think it was, was it last year, last spring, or was it the pre, the prior fall that I went through uh, John T. Flynn's The Roosevelt Myth and how Flynn said that in those 10 years, we saw America change so drastically that most Americans couldn't remember what America was like before that. And, you know, you listen to Norman Dodd talking to G. Edward Griffin back in 1982, was it? And basically saying that was what was intended. That we would never go back to a time before 1914, which, again, correlates to, you know, Alice Bailey's externalization of the hierarchy, not Alice Bailey's, you know, the, the received work credited to Alice Bailey. Because we're going to do this thing and unleash this demonic horde on earth and finish this great work. Anyway. Uh... It's heady stuff, and these are these are crazy times, but you know what? It is what it is. Stick around. We'll be right back after this short break. Are 
aren't you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pastures meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. But I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended. It's the good life. Full of fun seems to be the ideal. Yes, the good life lets you hide all the sadness you feel. You won't really fall in love, cause you can't take the chance. So be honest with yourself, don't try to fake romance. It's the good life to be free and explore the unknown Like the heartaches 
When you learn, you must face them alone. Please remember, I still want you. And in case you wonder why, well, just wake up, kiss that good life goodbye. In the Roosevelt myth, uh, one of the recurring themes is uh, the planners and the planning. And in Hayek's Road to Serfdom, published contemporaneously, the um, chapter four is titled The Inevitability, quote-unquote, of planning. Chapter five is planning a democracy. Chapter six is planning in the rule of law, etc., etc., and one of the greatest lessons of history is the, the, the fallacious, you know, the fallacy of the myth of uh, the neoplatonic technocratic contingent being able to plan our lives better than – plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves to paraphrase Reagan. And what you always end up with, history tells us, is um, – the humanitarian with the guillotine who relies on the crippled masses and then realizes only too late, oh my gosh, in Malthusian fashion, we have way, way too many people. We got to get rid of the, some of these hordes of crippled masses that we created. It's an ironic uh, sort of addiction that feeds on itself. As Isabel Patterson observed in Chapter 20 of The God of the Machine, published contemporaneously. Uh, so, you know, these lessons, I think, whether it's Flynn's, the Roosevelt myth, uh, Hayek's road to serfdom, Isabel Patterson's, the God of the machine, or any number of examples that we could give. And there are many, uh, the lesson is, I would say, characteristically similar, if not the same. And, uh, you know, this planning always ends in failed efforts or failed attempts. And, you know, ultimately, I think Lord Acton, you know, has the final word. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Yet, that's the recurrent theme that we hear from the, let's say, World Economic Forum contingent. There are failures that, you know, these folks have created. You know, the idea that, for example, uh, there's no way, you know, the media is saying, well, there's no way there could have been collaboration between CNN and Fox News. I mean, that's ridiculous. How could that be? So these announcements couldn't happen simultaneously. Well, do these people get together in places like Davos? Yeah, there are folks who get together who are very influential because it's not ownership remember so much as it is control as Stuart Chase said on the in the on the road we we're traveling uh it's it's control without ownership that's the x factor 
as he put it, the X factor. So, just as a democratic statesman who sets out to plan economic life will soon be confronted with alternative of either assuming dictatorial powers or abandoning abandoning his plan so the totalitarian dictator would soon have to choose between disregard of ordinary morals and failure. And Hayek adds, it is for this reason that the unscrupulous and uninhibited are likely to be more successful in a society tending toward totalitarianism. We could just leave it there, probably. So is it a recipe? You know, you sort of flip it around. It could be viewed as a recipe. Well, how do you get people to go along with this ponderology, this, you know, ponderologizing of society, so to speak? I think that's where the three main reasons come in. And we have to understand that if you have somebody like Bobby Kennedy, you know, when, when Ahmad Jabi was on this broadcast, um, I mentioned the, you know, spending a dollar a day. I need to, I need to, uh, revisit that example, I think. And the point is, you know, if you think about a political, a campaign of political warfare, being waged. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Extendivite, a seven herb combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Extendivite is designed to strengthen the heart and arteries and help the body heal itself. Doctors are not able to explain the improvements they are seeing in their patients' health who are taking Extendivite. People who once needed more pills are now taking less and getting better. Due to the unexplainable improvements in their patients' health, more doctors are calling to order Extendivite for themselves. Help Extendivite make your doctor a believer. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10.
Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. When you were here before, it couldn't look you in the eye. You're just like an angel. Your skin makes me cry. You float like a feather in a beautiful world. I wish I was special. You're so very special. Welcome back. I don't care if it hurts. I wanna have So there is sort of a common theme uh in all of this speaking of the planning and the fascistic nature and technocratic way and all of those kinds of things. Have you have you uh investigated the Panama papers? Have you seen any of the movies like the documentary that was made or the conversation that the journalists had back in twenty twenty one? on the five-year anniversary of their investigation um, or any of that kind of stuff. You know, the story about $1.36 billion of recovery is, you know, a trillion-plus dollar haven where these, you know, offshore accounts, money laundering happens, but also things grow uh, tax-free, tax-exempt, essentially, and so, you know, I think of uh, Ezekiel 28. There's a character uh, whose character and nature is outlined in verses 16 and 18 of Ezekiel 28. Say, by the, by, in the NASB 95, by the abundance of your trade, you are internally filled with violence and you sinned. Therefore, I have cast you as profane from the mountain of God. And I have destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. And verse 18 says, by the multitude of your iniquities, in the unrighteousness of your trade, you profaned your sanctuaries, which seems to call to mind Jesus driving the money changers out of the temple. Therefore, I have brought fire from the midst of you, 
It has consumed you, and I have turned you to ashes on the earth in the, all, in the eyes of all who see you. So in uh, by the abundance of your trade and by the multitude of your inequities and the unrighteousness of your trade. This is interesting. So I'm just thinking, you know, the World Economic Forum is the World Economic Forum. I mean, it is kind of, it represents in a sense the, the kind of the heartbeat of fascism, the merger of state and corporate power. But, you know, as some have rightly observed, the, the myth is that it's the state that is on top of all of that. And in reality, the tail has secretly been wagging the dog, and more and more it seems the tail is actually the whole dog. So my point about a dollar a minute, and then we'll go to the phones. When you think about, let's say, an inf- information warfare campaign, deception, psychological type stuff, imagine we all, like 300 million people, suddenly you know, someone snaps their finger and we all come up to speed at the same time and we all realize the level of deception that has been waged against us all to sort of pit us all against each other. And going forward, maybe we're going to say it's still America. Let's participate in uh, the electoral process. I'm just painting a picture here. Let's not get high centered on the details. So, Let's say we do that, and we presume that we are all sort of operating in good faith because we're Americans. We agree we've been deceived. We're going to right the wrongs. Well, there's still this enemy that has unlimited resources and is very studied and proficient in the art of deception and psychological warfare. Just in simple terms, imagine – Unlimited resources being able to wage sign campaigns and, uh, you know, messaging and propaganda and how difficult it would be for most people to discern, you know, I mean, we're seeing it now. The truth is gaslighted all around us every day. Lies like, uh, you know, gender. What is it? No. uh, How is that? Um, you know, gender ideology or whatever it is is a myth, or a, is a is a is a um, social construct. But somehow, you know, Baskin and Robbins' thirty-one flavors of gender, or is it Ben and Jerry's? Somehow, that's not a social construct. I can go out in nature and see the reality of what God says in the first book of the bible in the beginning god created them male and female he created them i see that in nature it's not a social construct of birds or deer or horses or cattle or dogs or cats or it's not a social construct there wasn't a committee of birds and dogs and horses that got together but this baskin and robbins 31 flavors of gender or ben and jerry's you know Flavors of gender. I mean, that's that is so. That's the gaslighting. So imagine the unlimited funds, and just to kind of put that in context, spending a dollar a minute. How long will that last? 
How long will the money last? If you have $100, it'll last for about a minute and 40 seconds if you spend a dollar a minute. $1,000, it'll last about 16 minutes and 40 seconds. You could spend $1,000 a minute for about 16 minutes and 40 seconds. If you had a million dollars, you could spend a million dollars for about a week, four days, 13 minutes, 46, or 13 hours, excuse me, 46 minutes and 40 seconds. About a week and four days. Not quite two weeks if, if you spend a million dollars, a dollar a minute. Less than two weeks. If you had a billion dollars, you could spend a dollar a minute for almost 32 years. And if you had a trillion dollars, you could spend, I mean, that's while there is purchasing power, obviously. But if you had a trillion dollars, you could spend a dollar a minute for mm, just shy of 32,000 years. So when you, I think when you start to put those things in perspective, you get a sense for, you know, the – because war takes money, obviously, even psychological and, you know, information, operations, MISO and all that crazy stuff. It all takes money. The devil knows that. The god of war knows that. And so, you know. Enter the World Economic Forum and the guys in the fancy suits telling you to trust your kidnapper. Let's go to the phones. Pat in Texas, thanks for calling. Welcome. Do it, Pat. Oh, okay. Hi. Uh, I I have uh, three things I wanted to talk about. Uh, One... uh, George H.W. Bush, he tried to change the Constitution at Christmas so he could declare war. But my husband. Okay, so question, question, question. Are you ready? You're going to ask me a question? Yes, ma'am. All right. You really think it was George Bush and George Bush alone? No, I don't know. Uh, alone, he tried to change the Constitution mm-hmm. so that a president could declare war. But we don't do Christmas, so we caught him and we said, "You can't do that." Well, we don't, don't do, do declarations. We don't do we don't do constitutional decora- declarations of war anymore either. So, I think we've well, not done that longer than we haven't done Christmas. Well, he had they the Congress went along with him. After he couldn't change the Constitution, they did go along with him. And Well, my point is there are forces that are at work that, you know, that's that's kind of a target fixation, I think, to think that it was, you know, fixate on him. I think he represents interests that advance that agenda. Well, I mean, everybody knows that. He got up before the U.N. and talked about the New World Order 200 times. Yeah, the Mr. Death Cult himself. Right. And the second one is, see, uh, uh, the, the, the Democrats are so mad at, at, uh, that uh, Clinton was impeached. But because of Filegate, Hillary having a, a stack of files that was taller than her, with who knows what was in them about the senators, they wouldn't uh, convict him. 
he wasn't convicted, but he was impeached. And uh, so they're, they're getting back. And immediately, they just they decided that we're going to do to him what he did to us. And they tried three times. Uh, first of all, when they came up with the uh, Ukraine stuff, uh, he, got, he got by with that. And, and But they were planning the second one, which was uh, the uh, when uh, the January the 6th thing happened. They were pretty sure uh, that somebody had started shooting out there. Well, that didn't work. So meanwhile, they've been planning this thing that he's that attorney general in New York. So they've been planning this the whole time, too. Really, they have. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, I mean, I got newspapers showing it. You know, so nothing's new. They probably got another one playing that this one doesn't work. But what they want to do is, you know, is to carry the whole thing through the next election period so he can't uh, be elected. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, uh, if we go along or anyone goes along uh, with what they're coming up with, you know, it's all these accusations about that. Uh, Stormy Daniels and all that kind of crap. Uh, then there are going to be a lot of people who say, "Well, he's not. He's a he's a moral infant. You know, he's not. Uh, he's not qualified to be president." I would be one of those people. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, that Karen, that uh, Matthew McCullough, whatever his name is, he wants to be governor of Texas, and he looks pretty good when he cuts his hair, puts on glasses and a suit. He looks like a governor. But he's an actor, okay? Yeah. I don't. Think oh, you're talking about happened. Matthew McConaughey, Mr. Yeah. Esoteric yeah. Self-Help Guru yeah. guy. Mr. Mm-hmm. Ma- Magic Mike, who posed naked in a film. Yeah, that and one. And that's not, you know, problematic yeah. either, is it? I think the conference, well, conference no. was yesterday, wasn't it? That he and Tony what? Robbins and all those guys are doing. What's his name? Uh, the other, the little kid, the younger Tony Robbins guy, all those guys did their self-help guru, you know, new agey stuff. I don't know anything about that. Chris. You know, I mean, having a dope smoking new age hippie in the White House, gosh, that would fit America to the T these days. So, yeah. Matthew oh, yeah. 2024. Sure. Well, he, won't, he will not come out. <clears throat> and tell you what he stands for. He won't even tell you if he's a Democrat or Republican. But the yeah, truth well, is, he's done. He's all the other New Age hippies would celebrate that. I think. Kumbaya. Well, I think I think that uh, Trump has started a movement that is not going to stop. We have enough. Well, I hope it stops because I think one of the worst things that happened is it divided the country, basically tore it right down the middle. No, it needed Jared. <laughs> I don't know that I agree. Yeah, yeah. I'm not giving Maybe up. Maybe a the surgical removal of some things, but not an absolute shredding. People. For the sake of all the people who died from uh, from George Washington, unfortunately, being a, a Mason, uh, but still, he he took off that red suit and he and he became an American. Okay, he's and, and very few people went along with him, and he didn't have any money, but he made it. And now that's why people want to come to this country. Uh, I, I read stories, you know. Uh, I, I run out of, I, I, I was run out of the Congo, uh, you know. But I was a nurse, and 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 
and I wanted to come here, and all of a sudden uh, they didn't want me here. But I have all these kids now. They're grown. They come to universities, and they're all uh, professional uh, health health workers. Boy, do we need them now, right? Since so many of them probably died from the COVID vaccine. So uh, everybody just when they come here on Joe Rogan's podcast said, you know, he talked about how he taught at Harvard in the late nineties and, um, or through the nineties. And now he said, uh, don't send your kids to university. And Joe Rogan said, wow, guy who taught at Harvard is saying, don't send your, he said, send your kids to trade school. And similarly, I think it's time to evacuate the allopathic, uh, industrial complex. Well, because uh, you know that gets back to my point about the money. Why do you suppose the networks are not going to bite the hand that feeds them? Because as we see inflation skyrocketing and the cost of goods and services goes through the roof, how are you going to keep the lights on for these things? How are the masters of the universe supposed to maintain their fortunes if they don't? Well, look, look uh, Disney has bought Disney bought Twentieth Century Fox movie making. For seven something billion dollars, okay, Disney. I I just said, why can't Trump get his own? If he if he doesn't make president, if he would just start his own movie, uh, uh, you know, uh, making a firm. Uh, there's plenty of people who left Hollywood Hollywood because they don't want to be gay to be in to get a, a job. They don't want to be. There's plenty of people out there who can do anything uh, that makes them like Trump. And he has the money. And he's making more money now uh, since all this is going on. So, all right. We got, we got other calls stacking okay. up. We got to move The movement's not going to stop. Okay. Did, you get to, hey. did you get to point three? Oh, um, well, uh, that, that they planned every, all of this all along. And they plan what they're doing now, way back when. I have a newspaper where they were doing it. Okay. If this fails, if that fails. So they plan on having him all the way through the uh, 24th, uh, uh, the election time him in 24th. So he can't run. He'll be too busy fighting them, see. Mm. Okay. Fighting in court. He never did give up in court. He said when they accuse him of anything, he fights it all the way to the end because if he didn't, he would always be accused of something. So that Stormy Daniels, she's a she's a sight for sore eyes, and she's making a fortune off the guy. Not She's poor. She's Her net worth is pretty high. Okay. So We got other calls we got to get to. Pat, I appreciate it as always. Okay. Thank thanks, you. Bye. Much appreciated. Uh, back to the phones, Roger in Ohio. Thanks for calling. Welcome. You talking to me? If you're Roger. Yes, yes. Cut out. Good morning. Thank you for, yeah, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been watching, uh, I don't know if you mentioned, did you talk any about Charles Stanley passing away? No. Okay, I've been seeing if anybody else was going to talk about it. And I've watched True News, too, and they didn't mention anything about Charles Stanley either. And he's, he's kind of controversial right now because of 
Andy Stanley is, uh, is pro-gay and promoting <laughs> That's an understatement, and, yeah. And so yeah. I thought it was very interesting, you know, and he was supposed to be giving a, getting a Living Tree Award, and the tribe down in Atlanta didn't want to give it to him because he was like, well, I guess a lot of these Baptists are in love with Israel, and uh, he's going to give him for supporting Israel, but they decided not to give it to him because he was anti-gay. So I don't know if that's... Did you hear the same report on that, or is, am I getting it right? I don't right think or so. I haven't really dug into the details on it. Okay, okay. Well, I used to watch In Touch, you know, mm-hmm. and, and a long time ago when it was on TV and stuff, and uh, I stopped watching him and but you know he was pretty good. He's written a lot of things. He's a he's a pretty big icon for in Protestant um, side of the field. Mm-hmm. But I just watched a Ready to Harvest, and the guy talked that there's twenty different different types of Baptists. And did you say that Fred and Iowa passed away? Yes, I did. Okay, I think he was a Seventh Day Adventist. I used to listen, you know, Fred yep. get on yeah. there so. I, right, I talked about that uh, last Friday a little bit. I didn't wasn't trying to poke per se or cast aspersions. Just saying that if there's anything, you know, if we need anything other than Jesus Christ, then there's a problem. You know, if we have to have some kind of montanist interpretation of things, and there is, you know, suddenly some kind of amazing, miraculous explanation of something that's extra biblical, then there's a problem. You know, if we have to have Ellen G. White interpreting for us, then there's a problem. Right, right. Well, Kellogg, uh, Battle Creek, I think that was one of their home bases for Seventh-day Adventists. And then Neil CEO is pro- Breeding ground, tongue-in-cheek, or pun intended, of eugenics. (laughs) Okay, I don't know anything about that, but I thought it was kind of unusual that Kellogg's CEO was... uh, was a woke person and, and mm-hmm. was promoted. So, yeah, and that's a, what I'm talking about. I mean, it goes back, you know, long time, generational, you know, that kind of stuff. So, and uh, I agree. I, I think uh, uh, Mr. Trump is control opposition, and uh, I would I voted for him for two. I, I told people I didn't vote for Trump in 2016. I voted against Hillary. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the way I explained it. And then, uh, you know, it's, it's it's a rigged game. As long as I live in the state of Ohio, and we have fair elections here. Uh, Everything, oh, my goodness. It is. It is <laughs> I, as far as You're counting joking, the right, votes, Roger? No, as far as counting the votes. <laughs> As far as counting the vote, <laughs> we have a fairness in counting the vote. <laughs> I, I, oh, I my goodness. No comment. We don't have time. <laughs> okay. I agree with you. Oh, what goodness. You're saying is correct. I, I agree. But we do count the votes right. I'm not <laughs> dodging the issue. We have a couple minutes and two other callers, and all right, wow, all right. I could go on and on and on for, yeah. you know. All right. All right. Have a good day. Thank you very much. Thank you, Roger. I appreciate it. Much appreciated. Truly. Um, Yeah. Ohio is always at the center of election scandal. 
and maybe I should just do a show on that. I'm not I'm not talking about the people, and I'm not trying to you know disparage people, but Ohio is always at the center of um, election, like national election controversy, always, always. Uh, anyway, back to the phones, Patrick in Texas. Thanks for calling. Welcome. Yeah, I think um, you know um, Pat in Texas. I know she talked about being a healthcare worker and and uh, come to uh, idea that you know. We need to get rid of allopathy, and I, I'm totally on board. We should because you know, it's like most people they, they just go into it because of the insurance. You know, everything is paid for. Why take? You know, why should I have to worry when I just you know it's all paid for? It's part of that monopoly. You know, with the um, they got licensing and insurance and all that. You know, it's, it's all set up. You know, it's just like a fast food restaurant. But if you cut, you start cutting that, people are going to have to like. I have to pay for out of pocket, and and uh, and but you you you, you, you get a whole lot. There's a lot of side effects on them chemicals. People are not looking into that. Uh, you know, you need to get back to the old way, which was actually superior. They had the old steamers long ago, where they would they would get cures for like, these diseases like cholera and everything. And whereas the the, the uh, these fairly laced um, English. Uh, physicians, they were, you know, they give you some mercury, and if you ever survive that, well, good luck. Uh, you know, so we, it's, the old way is always the best way. So that, that's a good, I mean, it's, it's might, might help us to get away from, like, the school system and there's your medical system, and we can get away from the uh, law system and go back to, it's already been established, the common law courts. We just, they let people like their fast food. And the, might have to take, you know, a, a, a breakdown before we actually you know, come to our senses, and I'll let the other guy take over. Bye. I appreciate it, Patrick. Much appreciated, as always. Uh, <laughs> Derek, my apologies. Um, yeah, time time flies. I apologize. The the Ohio thing has left me speechless. I think. I mean, I'm 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 amused. So, uh, anyway, that's that's a humorous note to go out on. Uh, I would do I do apologize, Derek, that we didn't get to you in time. Um, that'll do it for today's broadcast. Entertaining, if nothing else, and um, hopefully at least somewhat informative. As always, it truly is an honor and a pleasure. Take care. God bless. We'll catch you on the other side. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard.
You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you